Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And this is the State of the Saints podcast post-game show. The New Orleans Saints knock off the Chicago Bears at Soldier Field by a score of 26 to 23. Uh, Woo! Boy, what a game. I mean, uh, this was a game, if you have a heart condition, pre-existing heart condition of any kind, high blood pressure, my goodness, man, you were probably on the edge of your seat or you're probably watching the State of the Saints podcast from the emergency room. But the New Orleans Saints, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't the sexiest. But like I said at the beginning, during the pregame show, they got the job done, okay? The Saints got the job done. They are now 5-2. and two. They are top the NFC South right now because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did not play. Just want to make that very, very clear to all you Tampa Bay fans who've been grandstanding about being atop the NFC South. The Saints had a bye, okay? Let's make that very clear right now. The Saints are atop the NFC South until you actually beat the Giants. So I just want to make that very, very clear. Look, the New Orleans Saints, they are who we, we thought they were, folks. I mean, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it. Like, if you were looking for a blowout, if you were looking for a game where the Saints were just going to, uh, you know, just beat a team into submission, that is not how this team is designed. This team is designed for, uh, you know what I'm saying, nickel and diamond down the field, controlling the ball, not turning the ball over. That is what this team is. And in the end, we're always going to be in games like this. But guess what, who that nation it wasn't, once again, it was not the sexiest. It was not the, the most star-studded. But at the end of the day, the Saints got that dub, okay? They are 5-2 and two as of right now. Uh, what I take away from this game, uh, number one, uh, the Saints uh, secondary, they're in trouble. Uh, I'm just going to make that very, very clear. Now, I know they played a little bit better in the second half. Uh, they limited the mistakes that they made. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore was looking like he did a couple years ago in the second half. I get all that. But at the end of the day, the Saints are in trouble in the secondary, okay? The Saints had a 10-point lead. The Saints had an opportunity to put their stamp on this game by getting a stop. They have given up third and 15s, third and sevens, third and eights on halfback tosses, all these different things. This defensive secondary is in trouble. Okay, so let's just go ahead and make that clear right now. I'm not happy about what I saw. I mean, they they did some good. They did a good job as far as like getting stops where they needed to in order to get the ball back in the offensive hands. But this team is only a matter of time before the bottom drops. These guys are giving up way too many plays. They gave up two fourth down plays. They gave up third down long third down plays. Like you have got to be freaking kidding me. It is absolutely ridiculous the way that this team just give up these big plays. It is, it's, it, I don't, I mean, I just don't understand it. I really don't. Uh, the pass rush, uh, they, they were actually getting home today. They were taking advantage of a Chicago Bears offensive line. They were taking advantage of them, man. I'm seeing, I see Trey Hendrickson, David Ayamada, Davenport was getting pressure. Uh, Cam Jordan got a sack. I mean, so these guys were really getting pressure on Nick Foles. He is a statue back there, ain't trying to run ain't trying to scramble, and the Saints took advantage of that. Uh, a better outing uh, by C.J. Garner-Johnson. I know he gave up some um, some plays a couple times, but 
He he was much better at tackling. He was more physical. And I, I still would like to know who that nation. I would love to know what in the hell is CJ Garner Johnson telling these wide receivers that are, are making no risk at all <laughs> rather than being practicing or oh, yeah, in the game. What is this dude saying? I think uh, CJ Garner Johnson is uh, slowly making his way uh, to the, having the title of one of the best trash talkers in the NFL because, my goodness, man, I mean, they say Michael Thomas stole off on him. Uh, they had Williams. He stole off on him. What is this dude doing to these players? I have not a clue. Uh, but the Saints offense, man, look, you got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, these guys stepped up when they needed to. Traquan Smith with a clutch uh, first down. Uh, Deontay Harris, my, man, this dude is – Oh, man, this dude is lightning in a bottle. You know what I'm saying? Like, this dude was uh, unleashed in this game, flipping the flipping the field, giving the Saints good field position, and uh, Drew Brees, man. Drew Brees, understanding uh, he can't take a sack, he can't turn the ball over. Uh, Drew Brees, man, I mean, I, we actually see Drew Brees scramble for two yards. So, all in all, man, they did what they needed to do. And I think that we need to look at this uh, offense optimistically because for the last two weeks, the Saints have went out there with practice squad guys and guys that nobody even really know of, and they got that dub, man. So uh, congratulations to the Saints. They 5-2. and two. Wasn't the best win, but they got that win, man. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, who that nation, I won't be able to talk long because some of you, as you already know, uh, you know, I work at nights now. Uh, so I'm probably just going to, you know, talk, take a few uh, phone calls, but we're not probably going to have the postgame show as long as we normally do. Uh, what I'm going to do right now is put the link uh, inside of the comments. I'm going to take your phone calls, your, your video calls right now. So feel free to chime in. Uh, I ask that you just keep it short, you know what I'm saying? Cause especially because around uh, postgame, a lot of people want to chime in. So uh, feel free to call in. Let me know what you think about the game. Uh, Chanel says, I love Harris. Yeah, uh, Deontay Harris, who I feel like was the X factor uh, going into this game. He definitely uh, was the X factor in this game, no doubt about that. Uh, we're going to go to Chris, man. Chris, what's going on? How you doing, brother? Oh, gosh. I, f- I feel every week this team gives me high blood pressure watching this secondary, man. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> my goodness. God. My goodness. Uh, first off, want to give a high congrats to the offense, even in Breeze out there, right. even with preseason guys, they lightened it up. But, man, this secondary – we need something. I don't know who we need, Ooh. but we need something. Even Ooh. if they're like a locker room distraction, we need something, something in coverage to help us, man. man. It's just like, yeah, but hmm. oh god, it's man. I I don't know, man. I'm just glad to get this win. Uh, like I already knew. I, I went into the game knowing that it, it was going to get ugly. Uh, when the Saints took that ten point lead, I'm not going to lie to you, Chris. Uh, I knew that that was going to happen. I knew when Chicago yeah. got the ball. <laughs> They was going to go down the field and rather score a touchdown or a field goal. That did not surprise me at all. Yeah. None whatsoever. Also, all. what do you think about – I was really mad at, like, the ref's call, like, uh, on, like, near, the like, the last drive. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, really? I swear oh that God. was a fumble. I, I was jumping up and down so oh screaming happy. I'm just like, no, you can't give us our defense nothing. Man, and then, nah. mm-hmm. of course, then our secondary – Basically gives up two huge plays to keep them in the game and kick a field goal. But yeah, yeah, horrible, eh. horrible. But hey, uh, I, I guess a win's a win. A but win is a win. Still, but <laughs> I, I, 
that we still need secondary help. I don't know if that's from Earl Thomas coming in. Man, somebody. Or, or I heard Stefan Gilmore's even on the trading block. Man. But I don't know what it would it would take too much to get him. We have no look, cap. Look, but look, look, call him up. Call him up. You know what I'm saying? Call him <laughs> yeah, you know but, what I'm saying? Pick up the phone. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, our our GM, he's done crazier things in the past to get us right. like some cap situations. But if we if we could have like Stefan Gilmore or Earl Thomas, just in coverage. We don't need you to literally play anything else. We just need you to be a coverage backer, and we can we can improve the secondary dramatically. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. We need we need some, we definitely need some help back there, man. But yeah, but I appreciate that call, Chris. Thank yeah, you so much, man. You yeah, have a you great rest of y'all's right. day. Who that? Who that, man? Shouts out to Chris, man. Uh, calm down, Chris. All right, you know, saying we got that dub. You know, saying no need no need to uh you know hyperventilate or nothing like. That. Even though this team definitely will have you on the edge of your seat and almost about to pass out. Uh, Jerry, OG of the State of the Saints, man. Shouts out to Jerry Paul. What's going on, Jerry? What's going on, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast? Yes, sir. Man, man, oh man, oh man. First, first off, before we get to the before we get to the the aftermath of this crazy finish in this game. First and foremost, I want to say thank God that I made it back, back home. My, they mm-hmm. say my power was on uh, Saturday, oh, yeah. start, and and uh, I mean I, I was I, I was going to wait to hear from them. Like, it was going to be like tomorrow, or Tuesday when it come on. But thank God they pushed it up to yeah, on on Saturday. So mm-hmm. so I was able to come home today. Oh man, and that's I great. feel good. I said I said thank you, Lord. Thank you, and Lord, yeah, man, for real. <laughs> That, I can imagine for everything because because it could have yeah. been much. So that's that that's one big victory for me. And, and also, I, I'm glad to be back because we 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 picking up where we left off. So hopefully, everybody's doing well. That's mm-hmm. on the chat with their yeah. families during mm-hmm. during uh, Zeta. So yeah. hopefully, everybody's doing good. I'm doing good. Family's doing good. Hope everybody is doing good. I'm still praying for y'all. For those that don't have power, yeah. I'm still praying for y'all. Yeah, man, no doubt but about it, man. Yeah. I got to get to this game right here, Lord <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like it's all TJ Jones. It's it's like it's like the NFC Championship all over again, especially when Demario Davis. Oh my goodness! Uh, oh my did, goodness! Did, did did that uh did that move to the the strip the uh, the not the ball out the tight end's hand to scoop it up so we can win the game. Hmm. But look who come out of nowhere once again, like always. Talking about forward progress. Freaking hate us, man. I've been saying that every man. single week we play. The referees hate our guts. Man, that was horrible. A spade, a spade, TJ. I mean, it man. is what it is, bro. These referees hate our freaking guts, man. Man, anything they can do to, to put the knife in the back of the Saints, they they they're willing to do. That was that was I don't know, man. If it was if it's forward progress was stopped, where's the damn whistle? That's all I'm saying. Blow the whistle. Why did the referee throw down exactly. the, the fumble? You know what I'm saying? The fumble, uh, you know what I'm saying, the, the blue fumble uh tag. If that wasn't if it wasn't a fumble, man. I, 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 that's a whole nother story for another day. They definitely they definitely didn't congregate. To throw a flag on that pass interference, they definitely didn't do that, did they? But they want to congregate now. To, man, bro, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. Hey, 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 hey! But, but, over but it. overall, 
Over, overall, TJ, I'm happy we got the win. We yep. two right now, so let's enjoy it as we as we can. Because I got news for you. Because next Sunday night, when we play the Buccaneers at their house for Sunday night football on NBC, it ain't gonna be mm-hmm. easy. Nope. It is not gonna be easy because the secondary out there, hot freaking garbage. Trash out there. Now they did nothing, not, but I give them, I give, I, I give them some pride for what they they did. Do a couple of turnovers, so I give them. Yeah, that. in the second half, they but played dude, much better. They played a whole lot better, but uh, in the first half, because I didn't see much of the game because I was out going mm-hmm. back from Gulfport to Biloxi, so right. I had to catch the game on. I had to catch the game on on the radio, but but they always, but they always say the second half is always the best, the best time to watch it. I mean, first half it's okay, but second half plus overtime that'll have you at the edge of your seat. Yep, that's true, man. I mean, they they are they they have been for the last couple of years a second half team. Yeah, they definitely have been a second half team, no doubt about that. But uh, Jerry, uh, thank you so much for your call, man. I'm glad that your power is on. I'm glad you're doing fine. I know everybody know who that nation. Uh, echo my sentiments, man. And you already know you can call back anytime, my friend. All right, man. No, I, I, we'll we'll catch up on the next time, man. You have a good All right. night. All right, you too, man. Take care, man. Shouts out to the OG Jerry Poor. Gonna move on to my guy Chosen, man. Chosen, what's going on, man? What's going on, TJ, man? I ain't, I mean, I ain't gonna hold you too long. I know you got things you got to do. I know a lot of callers trying to get in, but I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna chew out the defense. I mean, I, I know enough of y'all gonna do that already, <laughs> so I ain't gonna state the obvious. You know, it is what mm-hmm. it is at this point. I just, oh, they gave up another one. Cool. Okay, yeah. so, but um, I just want to touch on some positive points, man. The say Drew Brees one out there, man, were pretty much some inbred. And some leftover meat out the Man, back for real. and made a meal <laughs> for real, you know, dude. Like you say, it wasn't the best meal, but they ate, you know. Yeah, and, for real. They, they, they filled that <laughs> hole in their stomach. So the status <laughs> man, you know, he washed or whatever. I don't know, man. It may not um, be as effective, but he mm-hmm. took that's one of them old grandmas. You know, they find something out that closet or that cabinet, <laughs> and, they, and they make it work. Just for really, real, he pulled out his inner New Orleans, man. He, he definitely made it work. Yeah, and, for um, real. That fight, man. I think I think we needed that spark. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I see you write that on Twitter. I see so you write that on Twitter. <laughs> they played so juiced once that fight happened. It's like everything just just picked up. So if, if that's yeah. what it takes, then maybe CJ found his spot. Maybe he need. Maybe he that dog, you know, he bring it right. up like Tommy. <laughs> right. He, he's I, just that dog, man. Mm-hmm. And and my last point, man, Deontay Harris, bro. Oh my God. This man put us in so much good field position. Right. It's bad enough we couldn't really capitalize off of it, given mm-hmm. the fact I know we probably don't have our best receivers. But right. Deontay Harris, man, I, I believe this guy here was the unsung hero in many oh, yeah. ways. I mean, yeah. he put every time, you know. That looking, that kind of look in his eye when he he, he just know he yep. just know you know every yep. kick return every point return he just knows. so I'm just hitting on the high points man good win it was ugly but yeah. and one more thing for next week mm-hmm. I know the Bucks you know I know it's gonna be tough but I TJ I wouldn't be surprised I wouldn't be surprised if that defense played lights out because yeah. you know when it comes yeah. to good competition where we like man we they gonna blow us out look how we playing against mediocre teams. For some reason, these guys play like Hall of Fame, Super Bowl contenders. So I wouldn't be surprised next week, you know. But <laughs> games like this, you know, we play down. I don't know what it is, but 
I don't know. Hopefully we find our mojo and we get back on stride. But that's yeah. all I got to say, man. I appreciate it, man. Man, no problem, Chosen, man. Good take. I appreciate it, man. Thank yes, you. Sir. Take care. There we go. Go to uh, Josh, man. Josh, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, TJ? First, uh, I want to say thank you for that little public shout out you gave me yesterday morning, man. I didn't see that till last night, but oh yeah, uh, man. Everybody know who that nation, man. Everybody know who that nation. People that that watch the State of the Saints podcast, man. Like everybody's proud of you. Gave you shout outs. Uh, this is why I was talking about y'all, Josh and Jesus, man. Congratulations to him graduating from college, man. Uh, if y'all been watching the State of the Saints podcast, y'all know his success story. Him being an overcomer, man. I'm proud of you. I know the Who That Nation is proud of you too, man. Yeah, well, you know the Who That Nation gives me energy, and yeah, my homeless, uh, my homeless bum, the college uh, graduate journey is is now complete. Well, it's not official yet. Yeah. Um, I still have coursework to do, but it's like goofy coursework, like discussion posts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But my main coursework is done, and it becomes oh. official on, on November 25th. So yeah, awesome. Um, awesome so basically done. Um. But yeah, thanks to everybody in the Who That Nation who congratulated me too. Now, um, you know, I came in here ready to disagree with you today, TJ, because I thought <laughs> you were going to come on here and be all mad about and just pick out everything about the Saints that you found wrong and everything. Um, but you know, I'm going to say something that most of the Who That Nation probably disagrees with, but I'm glad we didn't run the ball that much today. Mm. I'm, I'm glad we didn't depend on the runs today. Here's why. The Bears are a top three run defense. Yeah, and I know the actual rankings have them in top 15. The rankings are crap. The Bears have always been a top three run defense. Right. Now, Latavius is a good running back, but he is not a great running back. Okay, yeah. Latavius is not a guy where you can say, we're up against the top three running back today. Put the game in Latavius' hands. He's going to drop 100 on him. Mm-hmm. He's not that good where you can count on, a, count on him for that in a, against a top three defense. And Kamara is not an every down back, so he's not the guy you want to keep sending up the middle and stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Because right. Kamara will start getting bruised up and start slowing down and everything. Right. So it's good that they they did what they did was try, which was try to mix up the pass and the run. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't do it successfully all the time, but they the, Sean Payton did the right thing, I think. Right. Now, I've come to the con- a conclusion about the secondary. The secondary actually plays good for most of the game in all these games. They just they just wet the bed when it counts. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I agree with you on that. So I no longer think our secondary is hot garbage. This has got to be coaching. Because when you think the secondary, they play good for most of the game. It's not like they're giving a big play after big play after big play. They're just giving up big plays at key moments. Right. And I find it hard to believe that all those all the members of the secondary suddenly get super nervous at every big moment suddenly shut down. So what else can there be? It's the coaching. It's the assignments that the coaching's got them lined up in. Hmm. And, you know, and, and, and you, you can see that when they put Williams on a speedy receiver, you can't put Williams on a speedy receiver, yet they keep doing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So our secondary is not hard garbage. They're a decent secondary. They're just – Dennis Allen is not somebody that knows what to do in key moments. That's just the way it is, at least with the secondary. So yeah. our secondary is not the problem. Dennis Allen is. And so that's my uh, conclusion. But I think the Saints played the best game they could have possibly played. The Bears are just a team that matches up really well with what we do. Yeah, yeah. So I actually honestly think the Saints, even if they would have lost, I wouldn't have been that disappointed because they're up against a team that just, like I said, that they they match up well against the Saints, you know, especially being with a great run defense and all that. So. Right. I'm actually very proud of this victory. 
So yeah, that's what yeah, I have to say. Yeah, I'm too, man. I mean, I'm there's a lot of things that you can be impressed about. Like one one thing in particular, like I think this is probably one of the best tackling performances as a defense I've seen all season. I mean, they was they were flying around the field and when they got their hands on guys, they were putting them down on the ground. So they definitely uh was focusing on the fundamentals on that. Uh I thought that the defense, you know, so I thought the defense played pretty well in the in the second half, but like I said, man, you got to, like, it, it's almost like, I, I often say this, it's like if you have a 40, a 45 minute commute and you drive great for 44 minutes and, and 52 seconds, those eight, those last eight seconds, you know what I'm saying? You crash into a fire hydrant, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it negates, it negates all the great driving that you did. You know, nobody going to remember how great you drove for 44 minutes, you know what I'm saying? 52 seconds. They're going to remember you crashed into a fire hydrant. So regardless of how they playing, you know what I'm saying, like it, it, as impressive as they may be, we just going to remember those deep passes that they gave up and a, and, a, and a touchdown that put those guys close, you know, in his game. So they, they got to get better, man. They, they got to clean that, that type of stuff up, man. It, it shouldn't be a narrative at this point, Josh. But I, hey, I, I know you want to move on, but I just want to ask you something real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Do you think we should take Cam Jordan out for a couple of days and put someone else in just for a couple of weeks? Because I think what's happening is he's dealing with a nagging injury and it's just right. taking him a while to heal because of his age. I think right. if we take him out for a couple of days, or I'm sorry, a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. he'll be back to his old self when he comes back. Do you agree with that? or? Well, I think he did have surgery. And if you look, Josh, um, I mean, Cam Jordan was an every down defensive end. If you look at uh, this year, if you look at the numbers, his snaps have been down. You know, like it got to a point one game, he was actually so frustrated <laughs> You know, he actually just ran back into the game without the coaching staff telling him to, you know. So they they have been, uh, you know, kind of monitoring the snaps, uh, you know, this season more than they have in seasons past. But, I mean, I don't know, man. He played pretty he played pretty bad in the first half, man. I mean, I, I'm just not used to him, like, giving up, like, run. you know what I'm saying, running, you know what I'm saying, when they run at him, I'm not looking to him to miss tackles or anything like that. But, I mean, he did have that – that clutch sack at the end of towards the end of the game. And, you know, he was uh, helpful. You know what I'm saying? He set up a couple of those sacks that the, the other guys had. So I think that he, uh, I think he does a good job. And I think the Saints have kind of limited his snap. So I, I don't have no problem with that. But I will say, I think the Saints need another pass rush. I will say that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, brother. I'll let you, I'll let you move on. All right, Josh, man. Thank you so much. Once again, yep. congratulations to you, man. Thanks, brother. All right, take care. Man, shout out to Josh, man. Congratulations to him once again. Uh, what's going on, man? TJ, the host that's doing the most. How you doing, sir? Yes, sir, man. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I must say I enjoyed that victory. Yeah. I enjoyed the victory. Um, of course, we have some things to improve on. Um, but I can't go, come down too hard on the defense. I've seen mm-hmm. some some flaws, but they did uh, do a little better. To say, be honest with you, there was a little inkling in the back of my mind saying we may lose this game because they were five and one. It is a Chicago Bears. They're not a they're not a weak team, or at least they were five and one or five or two. And so I was thinking it's a good chance we can lose this game. So if it's an ugly win, I'll take it. And I just hope the defense and the offense play smart enough ball to win the game. And at the very end, I got to give Sean Payton the props of just winning the game, not trying to right. overdo it by trying to smash him with a last-minute touchdown. 
right. where you make it get a player hurt like you did Michael Thomas. Right. Good he point. went on when people were saying he should have uh, got more yardage and ran more mm-hmm. time off the clock. He was like, forget that. The second yeah. down, I'm kicking the field goal, <laughs> and I'm in the game. And we're right. getting out of Chicago. <laughs> and so that was smart play to me. Let's not risk anything else. And so it seems like he's hearing you when you said, why risk? get Michael Thomas hurt trying mm-hmm. to run up the points. Right. And so it's like, he was like, well, I'm not going to do that this time. Let's just get the win. Right. And when you do that, it's like, we could have won by more. It's like people are picking. Like we could have won by more. We could have done this. Matt, look, look, Hey, <laughs> I could care less. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at what, like, Cho, like chosen said, man, it's like that grandmama, you know what I'm saying? That went in that kitchen. You know what I'm saying? She, you know what I'm saying she she got a little bit of something. She got a little meat. You know what I'm saying? She got a little flour. She making it work. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, who going to remember the score of this game? All we going to remember is the Saints beat the Bears. I do not care. Anybody that's up here talking about style points, save that for college football. I can care less. They won. That's all I care about. You know what I'm saying? That's all I care about, man. <laughs> And, and I like to be on, like, when we played San Francisco last year, it was a high-scoring game and where we lost by three points. Okay, that was a tight game, but we lost by three points. See, we lost by three points. I like the part where it was a tight game, but we won by three points. Right. So it's better to always win low than to be losing. You were right there to win the game and you didn't make it. At least right. you barely won the game. It's a better position right. as far as I'm concerned. And now they can kind of learn from this. Question though, mm-hmm. when do you think Michael Thomas is coming back? What's what's going on with Monday, that? Monday, next Sunday. Next, next Sunday, Sunday, definitely not, for Tampa there's, Bay. There's a there's there's no way in hell this dude missing <laughs> a game against the Buccaneers. No way. Him or Emmanuel Sanders. And I'm telling y'all right now, like for all the people that's around here nervous talking about Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. I'm telling y'all, this team right here that the Saints just played is a carbon copy of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from the athletic linebackers, from the pass rush, from the secondary. This team basically is a carbon copy. How they're designed defensively is a carbon copy of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And this is why, for me, for me, I don't fear the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't. I mean, it's just as simple as that. I said the way that the Saints play against the Chicago Bears is going to decide how I feel about them going against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, but, hey, man, I appreciate the call, man. Call back anytime, my friend. Great analysis. Uh, I, I see you repping that, uh, that Drew Brees Super Bowl 44 jersey, man. Good look. You know what I'm saying? Nice swag there. And call back anytime, brother. Have a good one and bless you. Uh, bless you, man. Take it easy. Yeah, man. Look, I'm, I'm positive, you know. Sanchez, what's going on, man? Man, TJ, what's going on, man? Man, hey, man, I'm just excited about this win, man. Man, you and me both. Uh, what can we say about the game? It was, it was compelling. It was dramatic. It was nasty. It was right. ugly. It was right. physical. Uh, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we got the job done. It was a couple of sloppy tackling that I seen mm-hmm. in the first half, but luckily we was able to, you know, uh, start the from it. That thing called momentum. Momentum, mm-hmm. it's real, and we definitely had it starting at the uh, end of the first half. Right. Only thing, my biggest gripe of this game will probably be just the fact that we had multiple opportunities to capitalize on that momentum, and right. we just didn't. We just didn't, and right. we let it get far closer than it really could have been. 
So, with all that being said, man, good, good solid win. I seen the video of them dancing after the game. Look, bump all that. Let's pack our bags. Let's go get out of Chicago, cause uh, we we just we just escaped one out of it. We just we just. Let you go on, get Man, on the but look, I can't say that though, Sanchez. I mean, the thing about it is, no matter who the Saints play, they they it come down to the wire. You when right. is the last? Like honestly, look at the games that the Saints have played this season. Tell me, show me a game where that the Saints just just completely imposed their will on the team. Probably for the exception of the Detroit Lions. Every other game that the Saints have played. Always have been nip and tuck. I guess you can yep. count that Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. Nip and tuck, phone booth type game. I take your best shot, you take my best shot. They're not like they're not designed to blow nobody out. I mean, it's right. just that simple. You they're not the designed to blow nobody out. They're designed to be a scrappy team that, that's just there in the end, and it, it is always gonna be this way. That's why I say, Sanchez, if you got a pre-hit, a pre-existing heart condition, high blood oh pressure, my God. if you have all that, you're going to continue to have issues. Because Yo, I'm literally tired. Hey, bro, it's going to be like this, man. It, that, that's just the way the Saints play, bro. That's just the way they play. I promise you, uh, next week, I'm going to give me a heart monitor, and I'm going to just check my heart right during the whole primetime game against the books. Hey, See man. how they work out. Hey, man. I mean, I think a lot of people going to do the same thing. Sanchez, thank you so much, brother. You take yes, it sir. easy. Yeah, good night. Who that? Right, man, who that? Who that? Uh, truth hurts, man. What's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, what's up, TJ? Uh, I won't, won't have you on because I know you uh, say so you got to go to work tonight. But uh, I'm just going to make a quick point. Uh, I'm not even going to get on the secondary because we already know what I've been saying about that but I thought they played a little better but what I really want to touch on is that I'm amazed with the offense I mean think about it if I'm there's other teams in the National Football League and looking at these Saints stack up these wins without their two top receivers yes now, I mean think about it I mean if they when these guys when Emmanuel Sanders and MT13 make their way back in the lineup and if they can find a way to balance the offense with running the ball, if I'm any team, I don't care who the hell it is. It can be an AFC team. It can be an yep. NFC team. I'm afraid of this New Orleans Saints offense. Yep. I mean, because they can play with anybody. I yep. mean, our Drew Brees right now is not even looking his age. Yep. And, and you know, I was I was critical of him a, a few oh. weeks ago. And like I said, I'm a big oh. Drew Brees fan. But, you know, a, a lot of us was critical of him. But he's not looking like his age right now. Like, he's looking like – he got like five years younger. He got he he just looked young right now. But another thing I wanted to say is this: mm-hmm. you got to be kidding me on that uh, play that they say uh, forward progress. Come on! Even the referee was by the ball. He even threw the blue uh, flag out because he knew it was a fumble. I mean, I did not hear no damn whistle. I'm pretty sure you didn't hear a whistle. I I'm pretty sure none of us in that referee was standing right there and didn't hear a whistle. That's why he threw the blue uh, flag out. But we already know how the, the league feel about us. They they want to put they want to put the knife in our back, like you said earlier. Yep, they want the Buccaneers. They want the Buccaneers to, to win it. That's, what, that's the way I feel about it. They trying to yeah. help them out. It ain't new. Like, I don't want people to be like, well, the defense. Uh, come on, man, give me a break. Like, they, they know the type of defense the Saints got. And if mm-hmm. you give these guys more opportunities, they know there was a strong percentage that they was going to be able to get downfield for a field goal. 
I don't care what anybody says. The NFL has it out for the New Orleans Saints. These referees do not officiate Saints games the way that they officiate some of these other games I'll be watching. I, I, they give they give these guys so much leeway. They give these guys so much hand. They give these Word. guys so, like when it comes to the Saints, it look like they just be watching them like this, like all up close. You know what I'm saying? Like watching these guys under a microscope and every little thing they do, they just they. I mean, come on, man, give me a break. Like seriously, uh, but the truth hurts, man. I appreciate the phone call, man. Uh, thank you for your your, your take and uh, call back anytime, brother. All right, uh, who that? And uh, you had a safe night at work. God bless okay. you. All right, God bless you too, man. Appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, we're gonna move on to my guy, Keen Arthur, man. Keen Arthur, what's going on, man? Uh, Saints get, Saints get that dub. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We we five and two. Uh, what you think? I appreciate all that, but we ain't here for that. You hear me? Because earlier today, I told you, I said, the secondary needs some gumbo from somebody who know how to make it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that gumbo was spoiled. And, mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to get on the defense until I heard the dude try to give them some brownie points for playing decent in the second half. Here's my problem, bro. Mm-hmm. We celebrate way too prematurely. Yeah. All the time. Like, every time they they. They make a play on second down. It's third and long or something like that. They dapping each other up. Why? All that kind of good stuff. <laughs> but, but then you turn around. Third and 19, you give up a post route. Fourth and three, you give it up. Fourth and seven, you give it up. But you won't dance. You 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 won't talk junk. And I'm going to go ahead and say this, bro. That boy is C.J. Garner Johnson. He might be the Patrick Beverly of the New Orleans Saints. Hey, ain't it, though? <laughs> ain't it, though? <laughs> hey, but I will say this, though. Look, they answered my question, though, because I ain't going to lie to you. If you watch the State of the Saints podcast for a couple episodes, I, I would call them boys soft. So that showed me that they got a little fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, Janora Jacobs was, like, punking that boy, you know what I'm saying, on the ground, though. Okay. I he, like, got, wow. he got some fight in him. Him and Jack Rabbit, they got some mm-hmm. fight in him. Right, but homeboy, let me, let me ask you this, bro. If you're gonna fight somebody on the field, bro, pull his, pull his helmet off first, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I what think I'm saying CJ is, probably told her that I got a helmet <laughs> on. Like he ain't even try to like he ain't even try to respond to him or nothing like that. You know, <laughs> that's bro, what made it funny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> here's, here's here's something else I wanted to say to you. Mm-hmm. The fact that even without our star star players. Mm-hmm. We are a team that can blow teams out. Let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. We we, metic- we meticulously push the ball down the field. We mm-hmm. eat teams up. We pick them apart with Drew Brees in third down situations. Right. But the problem is red zone offense. How many times in, in this game did we get inside that 20, inside that 15, and we settle for a field goal? Well, well I think that, that has a lot to do with w- the guys that's missing. Now, that why I feel like, you know what I'm saying, those, those numbers are probably increased. If you have Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders out there, man, you got like you got to understand, dude. Like for a quarterback to go out here with guys that you barely got any type of rapport with, and have to trust these guys to go out there and make plays. And 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 red zone offense is like completely different. Like teams will give you the field. Like if you've seen like with Alvin Kamara, you know what I'm saying, like with the explosive plays and all those different things, they gave him plays. But when it came time to buckle down defensively, the Bears answered the call. And unless they're throwing a ball to Jared Cook right now, I mean, I don't trust anybody else in the red zone. Who else scored? I mean, it was Taysom Hill. You know what I'm saying? Taysom Hill, that's not a, he's not a primary target unless somebody is out. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure that play was designed for somebody like, you know, Michael Thomas or something like that or Emmanuel Sanders. So 
Let me uh, ask you this. Though. That's did, why. You, did you peep? Did you peep this though? It was a play. We was on probably the Bears. We was in the red zone, like on the twenty. And Drew Brees threw a seam, a, a pass up the seam to Jerry Cook, but it was behind him. Yeah, yeah, I was saying that. The yeah. very next play, he threw, he threw right the same there. thing on the other side. Yep. I was like, man, this dude is a genius. He right. was like, that, <laughs> that guy is cooked. All I got to do is get it there. Easy mm-hmm. touchdown. And the yep. last thing I'm gonna say before I let you go, bro. Mm-hmm. Why do we? What this this pop gun offense kills me. Like in the worst moments, like it was fourth and two. No, it was like third and three or something like that. Mm-hmm. Why are you throwing a pass parallel to the first down marker mm-hmm. when we need four, three, four yards? Why aren't you running a slant or right. something? It made me so mad, bro, when he threw that ball to Alvin Kamara and he just got tackled for minus three yards. Man, the game would have been over, bro, if yeah. we would have got that first down right there. The game yeah. is over with. Right. Sean Payton got to do better with this play calling, bro. I'll give up the play calling and do this. Yeah. I, I think also, King Arthur, man, like that halfback toss, uh, well, I think it was on a fourth down, and they had like everybody in their mama came over there to tackle Alvin Kamara. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, their, their linebackers are too athletic. Their linebackers out there in coverage, going wide receivers. Like, you. <laughs> That is not normal. Like anybody that, that don't really understand like defensive and offensive concepts, that is not normal. A linebacker right. don't supposed to be that athletic to a point where they fly to wide receivers. It, it's like, why would you do a halfback toss? Look, I understand that you got uh, you know what I'm saying, uh Hicks and you got Jenkins in the middle, but I'm running yeah. that ball up the middle. If it's fourth and one, you can't get one freaking yard. That same play that they ran on fourth down where they had Drew Brees sneak the ball up the middle, that should have been a play uh, besides that halfback toss to Alvin Kamara, man. I just don't understand it. That was that was stupid. I'm just going to tell it for what it is. That was stupid. I don't, I don't think we got to talk about the whole DeMario Davis thing, bro. They they played on that boy. I honestly believe that's an Atlanta Falcon fan. Mm-hmm. Infiltrating the the referee uh, yeah, squad. I, yeah, I don't know. That was <laughs> that, that was just hard. I thought the game was over with. I put my yep. phone down and Bruh. everything. I come back at second and nine for the for Chicago. Bro, I had I was up in there screaming, "Yes, sir!" You know what I'm saying. All of a sudden, I see my one year old son coming around there. Yes, yeah, sir. You know what I'm saying. He's trying to say it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would, I would just have him say something like that. I we was excited, and then all of a sudden, I come back in the room. I'm like, ah. Oh. Oh man. See, and my and my wife, she's just looking at me, you know what I'm saying? She just let me have my moments and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like I thought the game was over, man. Uh right. but Keen Arthur, man, thank you so much, man. I appreciate your phone call, brother. <laughs> All right, homie. Uh, take it easy, man. <laughs> For real. Hey, uh, Juicy, uh, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, TJ? How you doing, man? I- I'm doing all right, man. Uh talking about this game, man. Talk about this yeah. game. Man, let me tell you, bro, I didn't think I was going to make it through it. I, I had to take a little breath, take, you know, pause the game for a little bit, walk away. Because, man, I tell you the Saints, man, every week, week from week, they just <laughs> – they wear your heart out, man. I'm, 20, man, I'm 24 years old. I feel like I'm about 60. Oh, but man. Uh, when, we go, when are we going to start talking about Alvin Kamara for MVP, man? Cause this oh, dude my goodness. Has been yeah. the Saints offense for like the yes. last five, six weeks. Like, yes. he's been everything. Catching the ball, running the ball, averaging about five yards a carry for the whole season, and yet no one talks about this man. Like, he needs some MVP consideration because, as you said in one of your other videos, we talk about quarterbacks, quarterbacks. Like, why don't we just call it the quarterback award? Like, we, we need something found yep. in the bar, man. Yep. He, 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 he got to get some kind of highlights. Yep. But uh, 
I, the defense, I, I can't, I can't stand them. Every time, every time a, a pass goes off the screen more than fifteen yards down the field, I just got to hold my breath. Right. Every time, you too, you too, <laughs> yeah. you too, because you know it's gonna be a pass interference. Oh. It's gonna be a holding on somebody, or it's gonna be a, a, a twenty-yard completion. Right. And it's just, it's to the point where, like, how long? You know, how long is the mm-hmm. defense, the offense, is just gonna start throwing the ball down the field every play, and just right. hoping that something's gonna happen. Right. But uh, I mean, I, I just I'm happy we we still winning games, even though you know we yeah. missing some pieces. Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, they should both be back next week against the Buccaneers. Yeah. Mm. I'm hoping that uh, we can pick up that win against them and take back the division lead, uh, mm-hmm. get that tiebreaker over them because we're gonna need it because we lost to Green Bay. Yeah. Um, and they beat Green Bay, so. Yeah. But I think having yeah, Marcus Davenport, they also lost. They also lost to the Bears. Now they lost to the Bears, and, and we beat the Bears, Bears too. But I don't think I don't think the Bears are gonna be in it late. I think the Bears about to just start. Losing games, so I just don't see him, you know, up there at the end where we're gonna have to worry about a tiebreaker with them. I think Green Bay is gonna be there as long as they don't lose to the 49ers next week because we know right. what the 49ers did to them in the playoffs last year and in the regular yeah. season. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but I think it's good to see Marcus Davenport playing well. You know, this man can't yep. really stay on the field, but seeing him finally back making an impact make me, you know, not feel like we wasted that trade up for what was he the 14th pick of that one year. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he been balling. I can't, I can't hate on him for that. He definitely. Been wait, let playing. me, ju- let me just ask you real quick. How you think mm-hmm. we gonna be uh handling Antonio Brown? Uh, honestly, I don't really feel like he gonna be a bigger factor that people make it out to be. I mean, it's gonna be his first game. I think that they're gonna probably put him in in, in certain packages and stuff like that. But I don't think that he's gonna be like a huge factor as people making him out to be. I think it's gonna take a couple weeks in order for him to kind of get acclimated to the offense. So that's the that's the way I feel about that, man. But look, I'm po- I'm positive the Saints can be able to go up in there and make make things interesting against Tampa. And if you're a Tampa Bay fan, ones that talking all that noise, all I would say is take a look at what happened today. That goes to show you right there, like this team will not die. You know what I'm saying? Like no matter what the situation is, like they they on some uh, T1000 type Terminator Two type stuff. You know what I'm saying? You shoot them. You know what I'm saying? They still coming at you. So. I like that that aspect, but uh, man, it it really gets to you, man. I mean, makes you be on the edge of your seat and have you, you know, what I'm saying, like just about to pass out. You know, where I'm from anxiety. Uh, Ice man, what's going on, man? Uh, Ice man, you there? Uh, I had Ice man on here. Yo, hello. Oh yeah, what's going on, man? Hello. Yeah, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, Ice Man. All right, all right. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. TJ, I, you know, hey, man. I thought this was a, a very solid game, man. I thought mm-hmm. it was, uh, I thought it was pretty good. I was very entertained. It was very entertaining. Oh, man, yeah. I will say that. Yeah. It was definitely entertaining. A uh, couple things that we still got to clean up, man. Um, I'm not really. I'm starting to get a little bit uh, less confident with us cleaning up the things because yep. it is starting to get it uh, deep in the season, and we still mm-hmm. seeing the same things. But mm-hmm. um, I'll take, you know, I'll take the win. It was a satisfying win. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they did what they had to do, in, uh, and at least in a stressful situation. But a couple things I noticed, man. Um, with the secondary, it was still more the same. It was more the same, man. Yeah. Uh, they clamped down, or not really clamped down, but they did a better job. I just need to see more fight from these guys. That's that's really what I want to see. I need to see right. more pride in your job, pride in team spirit. I just need to see a little bit more effort from the secondary. It just it just seems like these guys are just sleepwalking through the first half of the game and, and right. just sleepwalking through the season. And and I'll leave it up to you to tell tell us why that is. Uh, to me, it feels like. 
they just I feel like the defense is just sleepwalking through the season. And 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 um, I just need to see more from them. It was a, it was a uh, I'll take the win. Um, you know, uh, I, I I like how Breeze was playing. Um, yeah, man, I, I just overall thought it was a, just a, a more I was more caught up in how entertaining the game was. Yeah, because it was really entertaining going back yeah, and forth work. and then the overtime. Yeah. I mean, this, you know, man, we, all of us know by now, you got to have your pacemaker, your lucky rabbit's foot, you know what yeah, I'm saying? You got to have all that. With it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to have your little your, your little uh, chicken bone or whatever it is that you mm-hmm. got. You know what I'm saying? For these Saints, man. But um, I, I want to make a couple points about Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, um, and I want to know if you agree. Um, so I came up with three reasons why sometimes he kind of plays lackadaisical. So – the first thing I thought was he doesn't have like none of the coaches hold him accountable. You, you don't see people yelling in his face on the sideline or benching him when he when he you know screws up a lot or when he's getting like playing really bad. They don't bench him or nothing. Um, and the second thing I thought was he doesn't have any competition at his position. There's no one that's that's behind him that forces him to keep the same intensity for longer periods of time behind him. Right. And third, I thought, you know maybe we give him too many, like we put him on a pedestal too early. You know, we give him too many superlatives too early. And maybe, you know, they read, like you say, these guys read their stats, you know, and that bucks their head up. What makes you think that when they see us calling them, giving them these nicknames and stuff like that, that that doesn't buck their head up and make them think that they're, you know, this, that, and the third. So I was thinking about that. And I was like, maybe that could be, you know, something why, you know, the secondary kind of, they, they kind of get all these nicknames and doing all these handshakes and stuff. And that may right. be the reason why they think that they're better than they actually are instead of, you know, proving that on the field. Right. Um, but yeah, that's what I saw, man. I just want to see more consistency from the secondary, yeah, you know, that's too. all the pass rush was on fire. Um, you know, I, you know, I want to see more from, uh, 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 Anzalone. I want to see him do a little bit better. Right. Um, but overall, man, Good little win, I'll take it. It's a it's, this should be a a, a team camaraderie builder. Mm-hmm. Uh, this should ha- have the guys uh, kind of flowing in the right direction. Um, I can't wait to the to next Sunday, but I will say this about the secondary. You play like this next week, it's gonna be a problem though. Right. So I want to see the secondary do better. But that's all, man. Good win, and, and who that to y'all, man. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, Ice Man T, thank you so much, brother. Take it easy. Yeah, man, Ice Man T. I mean, that's a that's a good take, and um, honestly, uh, he, he left us something to think about. Uh, you know, with Marshawn Lattimore, I, I really do feel like uh, Lattimore uh, is one of those guys. I, I do think that they hold him accountable, man. I mean, I've seen him like on the sidelines, like you know, yelling, going back and forth with coaches. But I mean, I've seen an interview with uh, Aaron Glenn uh, early in the week. He said that's just not how he do business. You know, that's not how he do it. He said. You know, his job on the sidelines to try to motivate guys. You know, if a guy get beaten coverage or something like that, he's not on the sidelines yelling, getting all up in their face because he just feels like, you know, that's just going to intensify the situation. These guys got to play loose. So he says that he he plays the role of a confidence builder. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, these are professionals, man. These are grown men. This is not like how it is in high school and college, man. You probably can get into the face of that college kid, that high school kid, uh, but when you're dealing with grown men, it's different, man. You can't be talking to them like sideways like that, you know. And and uh, I, I do feel like, you know, with him, I do I think he gets lost in the lights. I do think that the, the lack of competition can 
uh, play a role. But I, if I can put um, my – if I can just put my thoughts together and figure out what's really going on with him, one thing that I would say is he just never got any better from his rookie year. You know what I'm saying? Like the Saints are not requiring him to learn how to play in the zone. They're not asking him to, you know what I'm saying, to play in a slot. They, you know, most of the time they just seen him as a shutdown corner, a guy lining him up man to man, cover zero, and let the best man win. But at the same time, you gotta put more, you gotta put more in your arsenal, man. You gotta become more than one dimensional. And I think teams kind of understand it. And on top of that, you know, teams don't fear him. Like his second year, teams kind of feared him, you know what I'm saying, kind of respected him, but if, if a team needs a play, I mean, they see him on the best player, they're going to throw it at that best player. And now we're starting to see those those players getting success on him. So I think that he needs to build. I think he needs to build on his, on his, in his uh, I guess, like build his repertoire up. You know, like I, I heard him like, you know, talk about some of the coverages that he ran in college. He was like, I didn't run. I didn't run no zone. I ain't run slot all this kind of stuff. I ran cover zero all in college and that's fine. But at the same time, I mean, sometimes you might have to go on the inside and guard that slot receiver and you got to be able to stop that guy from catching the ball. So that can't be acceptable. Uh, but I mean, he had opportunity to catch two interceptions today. He caught one. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, it, it was helpful that he caught that interception. It was good. Uh, but at the end of the day, they need to be more consistent, man. I, I mean, the only thing consistent about this Saints defense right now is that they're going to give up a big play. Uh, Kevin says, TJ, my brother, I need the call info. Uh, I apologize, man, but we're probably about to wrap this show up. Uh, just, uh, you know, we're going to be wrapping up a little early. I have to head to work, so um, we're going to have to cut, cut it short. But I will be having a show tomorrow morning uh, for those uh, people that want to chime in, want to call in. Uh, you know, you can be a part of the show in the morning, you know, and I do apologize for it once again, but, you know, brother got to go to work. Uh, Charles says, I wonder if he will uh, put more zone next week. I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> no, I really hope not. The way they play zone, the way that Nick Foles went six for six on that drive when they were playing all that zone. Mm-mm. So, TJ, besides the one big play Lattimore gave up on that touchdown, what else did uh, did he do wrong, like seriously? Uh, I don't think he did anything else wrong. You know what I'm saying? I, well, you know, I mean, you can't let uh, Allen Robinson uh, convert on no third. What was that? A third and 12 or a third and 15? You can't do that now. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> nah, you can't do that, man. You can't let nobody convert on the third and 12 on you. But besides that, I mean, he played okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, even he even had good coverage on a deep pass. I was very shocked by that. Usually, like, when we see the, the screen, uh, you know, launch down the field is is never good for the New Orleans Saints. So I mean, look, he had a good solid performance. If I was giving out grades, you know, I give him a, a, a B minus. You know, you know, a B minus is still a B. So I mean, he did a good job. Uh, I'm having problems with my signal. Well, I'm, I'm sorry about that, man. Hopefully, uh, you you, know, you get a better signal uh pretty soon. Uh, Ricardo says next week we plan against a better quarterback. Yeah, but you're also playing against a statue still. And you're also playing against a team that got the same type of uh, offensive line. So, yeah, I mean, Tom Brady is, is I mean, Tom Brady is better than Nick Foles. But, I mean, the Saints can't still get pressure on him because you know Tom Brady ain't going nowhere. Uh, I hope we really start implementing Harris as a focal point on the offense. 
I think they will, man. The way he's been playing. If, if you don't, you crazy. Uh, TJ, I know I am thuggish tonight. No love. Uh, Ernest, oh, that's the first. That's the first uh, comment I actually uh, seen from you. Uh, you know, what I'm saying? that's the first. That's the first uh, comment I seen from you. If you're talking about, uh, you know, no love. I apologize, Ernest. I I, I didn't see any of your comments. Uh, our offense will completely change with Thomas and Sanders back. Yeah, but I kind of like it the way that it is. And I, I'm going to say something that a lot of people probably don't want to say because, you know, you know, I guess we we feel like if uh, we don't say anything about it, then automatically nobody would know that we said it. But look, I've said a lot of things about Drew Brees at the beginning of the season. Um, I talked about Drew Brees. I criticized him uh, as far as like, you know, I was saying that he ain't got it anymore. Him not throwing the ball down the field. But I think that Drew Brees needs to be in the MVP conversation. I'm serious. I, I think he needs to be in the MVP conversation. I don't mind eating crow about Drew Brees. I was I think I was wrong about my take about that. I stand by that. I'm man enough to admit that I was wrong. Drew Brees should be in the MVP conversation because as much praise and as much, uh, you know, admiration uh, they try to give to uh, Tom Brady and talk about, oh, Tom, terrific, Tom this, Tom that. Tom got all them damn weapons out there in Tampa Bay. Somebody tell me what Drew Brees got. Drew Brees, I mean – Drew Brees on some MacGyver stuff right now. Anybody that ever watched MacGyver, you know what I'm saying? MacGyver, he'll take something like a paper clip, a rubber band, and he'll do something, you know what I'm saying? He'll turn it into some type of device that can get him, you know what I'm saying, access to a computer, or unlock a door, or, uh, you know what I'm saying, a, a shimmy, a window open. He'll do something like that, you know what I'm saying? Like he on some MacGyver stuff right now. Uh, he, he taking a uh, Deontay Harris and making it work. He taking a Jawan Johnson and making it work. He making Traquan Smith his primary receiver. He throwing a Jared Cook. He throwing a Taysom Hill. So I'm not saying that he should be the top uh, person for the MVP, um, you know, MVP race. But I think the fact that people are not putting Drew Brees in the MVP race after for several weeks. Okay, for several weeks he's played without Michael Thomas. Uh, for for a couple weeks, he played without Emmanuel Sanders, and even with the Emmanuel Sanders, you have to understand he has to develop some type of chemistry and rapport. The fact that he turned a guy like Marquez Callaway uh, into an eight reception, seventy five yard receiver, the fact that he throwing a ball to Jawan Johnson, a guy that was on a practice squad a couple weeks ago, people need to put some respect on this guy's name. Rather, you talk about the way that he's throwing a ball down the field. May you maybe you questioning his arm strength. You know what I'm saying? All those different things. But one thing is for certain. This team would not win a damn thing if number nine was not their quarterback. This team would have a losing record. The Saints probably would be in the bottom of the basement uh, when it comes to uh, the NFC South. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. You throw any other quarterback in this type of position, they ain't winning jack. Go ahead and take a look at the New England Patriots with Cam Newton. You know what I'm saying? No Nikhil Harry. You know what I'm saying? No, de- uh, you know what I'm saying? No Julian Edelman. And look how he performing. You got Drew Brees out here with undrafted free agents and practice squad guys. Somebody, t- somebody answer the question: Why is this guy named uh, not in the MVP conversation? And I'm not saying he's supposed to win MVP. And I don't even feel like I'm being biased. Who is doing more with less than Drew Brees? And look who he went up against. This guy went up against one of the best pass rush in the NFL. So. Like I said, you can criticize Drew Brees all you want to. You can say that Jameis is up next. You can say that he ain't got no arm strength. But somebody tell me 
what quarterback in these type of situations under these conditions is still going to be able to perform at a high level like this put that man name in the mvp race i don't care if it's a local guy that give him one vote somebody needs to put this man name in the hat because once again i mean with he 31 for 41 you about 280 yards two touchdowns like come on man i mean with some Oh man, come on, man. With with nothing. Basically, you know what I'm saying? Turning nothing into something. That that's what he's doing right now. Dude says I'm back. Uh y'all play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next week. Yeah. And like I said, you know, Tampa up here talking about we scared and we should be scared. Ain't nobody scared of Tampa. You know, like if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers think that the, the, they're gonna blow out the Saints, they crazy. And if I was them, I'd look at this game and be like, damn, you know what I'm saying? This team will do anything they can to win. Facts. I agree with you about Drew being the reason they're winning. Drew and Kamara are saving their ass. Yep, it's true. Like, like I said, even the biggest Drew Brees critic have to admit that this team would not be winning if Drew Brees wasn't quarterback. I'm sorry. Jameis is not doing this. <laughs> Taysom is not doing this. Like, y'all can talk about, yeah, Jameis will throw the ball down the field and all that kind of stuff, but they ain't winning. They ain't winning with this. This dude... This might be the best. Like I'm, I don't think I'm, I'm always over exaggerating when I say this. This might be the best Drew Brees has played in the last five years, being the circumstances, being like what he's up against, and him going out here and performing like this. Nah, bro. Like I- I'm serious, man. Look, there are times where Drew Brees would deserve criticism, and it would be warranted. But the way that this guy has put this team on his back offensively by putting guys in a position to succeed. And it may not be the sexiest. Like I, I guess that's the word of the night. Sexiest. It may not be the sexiest. And it may not be the most exciting. It may not be the most ripping way to win games. But he's winning football games. And he's not putting the ball in harm's way. And he's not causing this team L's. So as far as I'm concerned, Drew Brees' name needs to be in a race. And while everybody praising Tom Brady, they need to be praising Drew Brees from what he has done with this team for over the past couple weeks. They're not paying any type of attention to it. They're talking about, oh, the Saints are not winning. The, the, the Saints' way is unconventional. It, it's not the same. Whatever, dude. Like, are you looking at the fact that it possibly could be that the New Orleans Saints don't have two of their best receivers in the game right now? But once again, put that put some respect on that man's name. Straight up. Uh, Cornell Brown, the secondary, played a decent game today. It wasn't perfect, but they did enough to win. Um I will say this, if it was in dome conditions or uh, that last touchdown that Nick Foles threw, probably would have been a pick six. Uh, Janoris Jenkins, he reacted a little bit too late. Uh, he tried to turn around. He kind of tripped a little bit. That would have been a pick six, okay? Uh, they were making some of the right plays. I've seen some – like, I, the, the, the way that they were – their eyes were looking in this game, I was more impressed. You know, they were actually trying to make plays, you know what I'm saying, and – like I said, the tackling was very good. Like, the tackling was very, very good in this game. Saints-Bucks on Sunday night. Watch how the Bucks will uh, be favored to the Saints. I don't care. E, I, I don't care about that. I, I really don't. I, I really don't care about that at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't care. Let them be favored. Let let everybody sing the praises of Tom Brady and the Bucks. Who cares? But at the end of the day, all I care about is them winning. And Tampa Bay, I don't want to hear nothing about, oh, well, y'all just beat us by a point. Oh, y'all just beat us by a field goal. Nah, bro. 
if y'all was that cold if y'all that legit as y'all making out to be shouldn't matter you know so like i said like like homeboy said on harlem nights okay uh was that uh, jack jenkins don't take this ass whooping personally you know what i'm saying like don't take this ass whooping personally i'm telling you like i will go i look i will go down eating crow i'm gonna ride i'm gonna ride for my team i'm gonna ride for my team and i'm saying that the saints gonna beat the buccaneers i don't care how bad i look if if uh, tampa end up beating the saints who cares i'm still i'm i'm talking as much noise i'm talking mad greasy okay i'm talking chicken in a box greasy okay from from mckenzie's i'm talking uh philly cheesesteak in a bag greasy I'm talking greasy right now. I can care less about a Tampa Bay fan. Where the hell have y'all been over the past 13 years? Who are y'all? The audacity. In the words of Stephen A. Smith, the mitigated goal for y'all to even come at the New Orleans Saints like y'all been running shot. Y'all just made it to the y'all just made it to the show. You know what I'm saying? Y'all just made it here. Y'all ain't did a damn thing. All y'all did was win a couple of games. Ain't no playoff victories taking place here. You know what I'm saying? That's how trash y'all is. Y'all, y'all getting all excited and, and throwing parades over regular season victories because y'all didn't have a damn thing to cheer about for so long, okay? And now y'all want to be uh, the, the the class of the NFC. Y'all talking about y'all the class of the NFC. Man, knock it off, okay? Y'all going to have to win consistently over the next four to five years for y'all even in the conversation, okay? The, the Uncle Pete's, the Uncle Pete's of the NFC South locked up in a room locked up in a basement okay like the Loch Ness monster like Sasquatch you I mean somebody said that they saw him. they might have saw him. maybe it was a shadow maybe it was a footprint was it the Tampa Bay Buccaneers I thought I saw a ship I thought I seen a red hat with a flag on it I think I may have seen a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan I mean it may have been down here somewhere over there somewhere I mean I ain't seen no Tampa Bay Buccaneer fans for the last 13 years, you might have had one fan that you knew. Shouts out to my guy DJ. Shouts out to my boy Carnell. But at the end of the day, I ain't seeing all these Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans. Oh, I'm a Tom Brady fan. I'm a Tom Brady fan. Knock it off, okay? Don't tell me nothing about no Tampa Bay Buccaneers if you up here talking about, well, I'm a Tom Brady fan. Tampa Bay, sit y'all ass down somewhere. The Saints. Carolina and I even throw a sprinkle of the Falcons up in this thing have been more legit than you all. You guys have done absolutely nothing except thank the Lord Jesus Christ that Tom Brady picked up the phone and called y'all miserable, pathetic organization. Because let's make it clear, y'all didn't try, y'all didn't get him. He called y'all. Okay. If if he didn't call y'all, y'all wouldn't have Tom Brady. We would not be having this conversation right now. Y'all probably be rolling with Josh Rosen, him throwing interceptions here, there, everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like a Dr. Seuss book. Call it for what it is, folks. Y'all need to thank Jesus Christ that Tom Brady picked up the phone and wanted to play in warm weather until y'all consistently win, until y'all actually win the the, uh, division titles on a consistent basis, until y'all actually grace the playoffs fall the hell back and hell to the kings of the nfc south the new orleans saints all right so let's just make that clear right now uh tj i haven't seen a bucks fan since warren sap caught a touchdown in the back of the end zone exactly where the hell were they at when josh freeman was the quarterback huh somebody tell me that somebody tell me where they was at when james winston was the quarterback somebody tell me that somebody tell me where they was at when Ryan Fitzpatrick was the quarterback, 
Where were they? I was looking over here. I was looking over there. I was looking up there, but I can't seem to find a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. Somebody please tell me where these guys come from. Who are y'all to fix y'all mouth to talk about the New Orleans Saints? Well, y'all been winning all them games and y'all ain't got nothing to show for it. Oh, yes, we do. We got a Hall of Fame quarterback. We got an offensive and a defensive rookie of the year. We got an offensive player of the year. We got all pros all around this thing. What do y'all have to show? What do y'all have to show, Tampa? Y'all ain't got nothing. Y'all ain't got nothing but some old memories of Brad Johnson, Dusty Tail, coming up out there with two elbow pads on. You know what I'm saying? Y'all talking about the yesteryears of Derek Brooks and Rondé Barber. Nobody cares about that anymore. Nobody cares about you, Tampa. And honestly, they still don't care about y'all. Once Tom Brady makes his speech, once he signs that one year contract, um, that one day contract with the New England Patriots, y'all will go back into obscurity because nobody will care about y'all anymore. Y'all get all of these primetime games. Y'all getting all of this media coverage. Y'all getting all this attention because number 12 going into his 21st season is on your team. You take him away. Y'all are just the pathetic excuses, the bottom feeders of the NFC South that you have been for the last 13 years. Fall the hell back. Just want to make that very, very simple. Uh, finally, I've got a Saints uh, post game on YouTube. 100. Shouts out to Emmett. Uh, isn't Tampa in second place? Yes. Yes, they are in uh, second place. And I'm glad you said that, Fatback. Uh, I'm glad that you you said this because Tampa needed to hear this. The only reason why the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are leading the division is because the Saints had a bye. If both teams had a bye in week six, then the Saints would be leading the division. I think they need to hear this because for some apparent reason, that's, <laughs> that's what they have subjected themselves to, right? Moral victories. Well, we running the South right now. Man, give me a break. That's like somebody saying that they're the fastest man alive because Usain Bolt didn't want to run that day. Knock it off. Y'all have not done a damn thing, period, okay? Like I said, y'all can go and win the NFC South. And at this point, I must say who that nation, I can care less about the NFC South. I care about the Super Bowl. I care about the Saints going deep into the playoffs. That's what I care about. That's that's what they talk about. There's levels to this, okay? When your team has been winning consistently over the last 10 to 15 years, you expect Super Bowls. Y'all expecting playoffs, okay? That shows you that our goals are completely different. Completely different. Period. Like I said, until they consistently win games, till they consistently win the divisions over and over again and knock the taste slap the taste of mediocrity slap the taste of suck out of their mouths shut the hell up hell to the keys handle your business and hope that y'all can be as good as the saints have been over the last 15 years for years to come okay you know what i'm saying hell to the freaking kings okay don't make me play my don't let me play the song for y'all don't make me get demonetized up in this thing Hell to the kings, okay? Straight up. 
Are you on Spotify too? Emmett, yes, I am. I'm on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM, wherever you name, we own that thing. We are on that thing, my friend. If it was any other team that played uh would have uh, fumble, I didn't even hear a whistle. You I'm still I'm still listening for the whistle. Okay, I know I got headphones on, but I can take them off for a second. Nope, still don't hear no whistle. I mean, I, I just don't know what I don't know exactly what song, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know what, what they was on, you know what I'm saying? Somebody said I need to go ahead and play the song. Look, I I, I will I will go ahead and uh, you know what I'm saying I'm only gonna play a little bit of the song, but all I can say to Tampa is hell to the Kings, okay? Hell to the Kings of the NFC South, okay? That's all I gotta say. Don't make me put it on. Hold on, I gotta fast forward a little bit. Hold on. I gotta play it. Yes, I do listen to rock, folks. kings of the nfc south hell to the kings that's all i gotta say okay let's cut it off when we get demonetized here hell to the kings okay hell to the kings that's all i gotta say tampa know your lane stay in your lane and once again thank the lord that tom brady showed up okay i still didn't hear no whistle okay like i said hell to the kings okay you know what I'm saying? That's all I got to say. And honestly, I got to, man, all, all I got to say is if the Saints beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next week, I'm telling y'all, I got some ammunition that is going to be legendary. I'm telling y'all, I am going to be unbearable, unbearable. So I'm just letting y'all know right now. Uh, I'm about to take a few more uh, comments and we're going to get up out of here, man. Uh, how you like that Drew Brees rushing attack? Yeah, man. <laughs> Drew Brees got them two yards. I ain't mad at him. You know what I'm saying? So who that? Yeah. The referees were terrible, to say the least. Who that? Uh, this is fire. Shouts out to Goofy. Uh, I can dig it. Uh, big ups to the old line. Yeah, the old line played really well today. And uh, shouts out to Cesar Oez, man. Going up against uh Keem Hicks, that, that could not have been an easy task, man. You know. I told y'all, man, y'all listen to rock, man. That's that's one of my favorite songs right there, man. Hell to the King. Some of y'all probably heard that song. Uh, Avenge Sevenfold is the name of the group. Hell to the King. TJ Mike Drop. Uh, you just uh <laughs> you just crashed their morals. Even Tom Shady felt that. It's the truth, man. It's the truth. I, all, that's all I gotta say. It is the the truth. Uh truth, uh Pete Ben Salt, yeah, man. Andrews Pete. Uh, he's been he's been balling this year. Well, I will say the last two games he's been balling. I won't give him that much credit. Uh, looks high sock worthy. Oh, absolutely. He can he can wear them socks up to his to his thighs. All I care, and that that definitely wasn't his fault that 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 misfield goal. Okay, I mean Thomas Morstead, you got to turn them laces, man. You got to turn them. Got to turn them laces, my friend. Uh, Tampa has uh, been an FCS Junior Varsity team for fourteen years. Absolutely. All I got to say is, man, last time Tampa actually made the playoffs, I'm, I am not exaggerating. 
I was just about to graduate from Jackson State University. That's the last time them boys made the playoffs. I was about to graduate from uh, from college. You know what I'm saying? And if y'all don't know, I graduated from college in 2008. Okay, and we got <laughs> we got all these people up in here acting as if you know what I'm saying Tampa been on all this time. Knock it off, man. Knock it off. Nobody cares about Tampa at all. And honestly, from what I for what they, I mean, if I was Tampa, I I, I would take the Saints very seriously. As the Saints, you know, they're going to take them very seriously. With Sheldon Rankins out for a couple of weeks, uh, do you see the Saints making a trade to fill that spot? Or would they, nah, they're going to keep what they got. I, I wouldn't. I mean, to be honest with you, folks, let's just be real about this. Uh, David Ayamada been playing, been playing real good. Malcolm Brown been playing good. Shy Tuttle, Malcolm Roach. They got they got some, they, they ain't got no issues at the defensive tackle position. No. Nah. Uh. I was in junior high. Wow. Yeah, that's been a long time. Uh, Watt Gilmore Thomas Super Bowl. Yeah, they need to do something, man. They need a consistent pass rush. I feel like the pass rush shows up, but it doesn't show up consistently to me. Uh, I'm tired of these weak Section 8 fans uh, base always having something to say. Look, man, if you weren't repping hard for your team, I didn't see you in the groups uh, at the beginning. I didn't see you repping your team. You went around here talking all that noise. I ain't got no respect for you. It just means that you grandstanding. Uh, TJ, keep roasting the Bucks. They're trying to talk their way to the top of the division. We have something to say about that. Like I said before, hell to the Kings, okay? That's all I got to say to them. One more time for all the people that just joined us. Kneel at the crown of the NFC South. Okay, I don't care if I get demonetized. It's worth it. Hell to the kings. Hell to the kings of the NFC South. But thank y'all so much, man. Thank y'all for being a part of the State of the Saints podcast. Uh, Man, I'm sorry that I have to cut it short. We're going to have a show tomorrow morning, man. Please uh, join tomorrow morning. It's going to kick off around 9 a.m. A lot of people say that they love the morning shows. It's going to be 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central. So check it out. State of the Saints podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com. Search the State of the Saints podcast. Facebook.com. Search the State of the Saints podcast. And, man, you already know, previous episodes available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. And uh, shouts out to my big brother, EJ, man. He just launched his very first podcast. Uh, Y'all check that out on Anchor FM. Um, let me pull it up real quick, man. Uh, shouts out to my brother, man. Everybody know what my brother means to me, man. I, I, I probably wouldn't even be doing this if it wasn't for my brother. I probably wouldn't have the passion for and love for sports, uh, if it wasn't for my brother, man. So, uh, he got his new podcast out. I'm gonna give you an opportunity. I know you're in a chat right now. So go ahead and uh, let everybody know about your podcast. Um, he, he just launched it, uh, on today. Let me make sure I, I get the name of it. I'm on anchor FM. Uh, yeah, EJ the sports fan. EJ DA sports fan. Y'all check it out on Anchor FM. Y'all support my big brother EJ. Uh, he just launched his very first podcast, man. Y'all make sure that y'all support that as well. Till next time. All I gotta say is, who that? Hell to the king. <laughs>